welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltop, and I thank you for being here. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you don't have to do it all alone. We're in this together. We are. That's right. And the best part is it's not just you and me. There's a community of people ready and willing to reach out a hand and be with you alongside your journey. You can find them over in the Soul Circle community space, which is a dedicated place outside of social media where you can gather, showing up exactly as you are. No need to put on your makeup or any fancy clothes. Nope. Just show up as you and you will be seen and heard and completely loved. I look forward to meeting you over there and spending time with you. You can learn more about it at the link below or also on my website, jenniferbeltop.com. Now let's dive in to today's episode, shall we? I want to start by checking in with you. How are you doing? And take a moment because I know your quick response is going to be say, good, I'm good. Because that is what we always say, isn't it? We don't even think. It has become our gut instinct response to just simply say, I'm good. But really, in this moment, exactly where you are sitting, doing whatever it is you're doing, how are you feeling? Right now, I am sitting on the chair in my art room. The window is in front of me, and it looks like a rainstorm is going to be coming in. And I'm feeling at peace. I'm feeling rested. I'm feeling very grounded. This morning was a great morning for me. I did all the things that energize me, that fill me up. I began by waking up early. Coming into this same room and sitting in front of my altar and pulling my cards. And I love those cards because they really show me what I need to be paying attention to. Without a doubt, no matter how much I might be pushing something away, those cards remind me, nope, you still got to work on this. And it's so good. So, so good. After that, I wrote in my journal for a little bit. And then pulled up a meditation to do. And at the time, the sky in front of me was this brilliant color, blue with white puffy clouds. And I knew rain was going to be heading this way this afternoon. So I decided to lace up my sneakers and drive down to the local park to go for a walk. And it was wonderful to be outside in the fresh air and seeing nature coming to life and being a part of the world. Fresh air really has this way of bringing me back to myself. And had my morning looked different, had I chose instead to stay in bed and not do any of those things that I love, I would be feeling in a much different place right now, for sure. So I am grateful that I nudged myself, nudged myself to, you know, get out of bed, to come into this precious space that I have and simply just be with myself. 
And it's important to know what are those things for you that bring you back to your center, that allow you to really check in with yourself and see how are you doing? How are you feeling? And when you're feeling a little off, when you're not feeling yourself, what can you do to make yourself feel better? If I don't write for a while, oh goodness, I get cranky. I do. So cranky. And there'll be so many times that I don't understand why I'm in this mood. I'm just in the mood. And it's not a good mood. It's not what you want to be around. And then it will hit me. Oh, wait a second, Jennifer. You haven't showed up in your journal for a while. All the thoughts, all the things have just been swirling around in your head. You haven't given them any space to come out and be. Grab your journal and start writing. And the moment I start writing and getting it all out of me, I feel so much better. And it's really important that we remember we have those things that will bring us back. We have those things that will get us to a place of joy and happiness. But we need to be conscious and do them. We need to stay awake and pay attention, right? How often have you found yourself just blindly going through life from one thing to the next? Years ago, I had worked in the restaurant industry and I was there for 13 years. And I had left there and gone to my very first corporate job at Toys R Us at the time. But there was one morning I woke up, got dressed for work as if I was going to Toys R Us, but drove to the restaurant. And I remember showing up in the parking lot thinking, what am I, what am I doing here? This is not where I work. <laughs> Why did I come here? And it's because I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't, oh, I was awake, but I wasn't awake. I was 100% on autopilot, so used to driving to that same location for 13 years that I just went there. And it wasn't my first day at the office. No, I had been going there for a while. But I just allowed myself to slide into this space of, of not really seeing what's going on around me. And here's the thing, this curiosity for life, this paying attention, this allowing ourselves time to see, to see what is around us, to see what is it that lights us up. All of that matters so, so much. It does. It really, truly does. In the Soul Circle community, we have secret missions that I will nudge people to do every Wednesday. And the idea of them is to take you out of your comfort zone just a little bit, to do the unexpected, to do something that is different from your routine, something that you might not have normally done. And one of those Wednesday secret missions was to walk around your house and notice. Notice what you have placed in certain locations. 
and look around and see what can you move to somewhere else? Because we find these things. Maybe we find them in a store or we bring them home from a trip that we're on. Or it's something that a friend gave us, something that we cherish. And we find the most perfect place for it. And we put it there. And at first it's wonderful and we see it and we enjoy it. And then it blends into the background, doesn't it? You almost forget that it's there. Because you're seeing it every day, but you're not really truly seeing it. It just happens to be there. So what if you moved things around? What if you changed them up? How would that shift your perspective? Now that you're also handling this thing, is it now bringing back memories? Is it reminding you of joy? Is it telling a story that has long been inside it, but you forgot about because you displaced it? And that was that. And it's amazing what these tiny little shifts can do. When I was younger, I loved to rearrange my room. And let me tell you, it wasn't a a large room (laughs) at all. I had a bed, a dresser, and a desk. And that was it. That's all that would fit in the room. But I moved those three pieces around and found every configuration possible in that room. Because it shifted the energy. Just having my furniture in a different place changed how I felt when I walked into that space. It wasn't the same thing over and over and over. And sometimes that is all we need in this life. Is a little shift to shake things up. And that could mean moving furniture. It could mean placing a new painting on a wall or moving a knickknack that you have on an end table to somewhere else. Maybe it's a a move altogether. (laughs) Now that's a big one, isn't it? And I have moved a couple of times and I can tell you, huge, huge shifts happen when you move and you come into a new space and you try to find your new groove in wherever you are. Maybe it's a new job. We can't allow things to just become stagnant and stay as they are. We need to push ourselves to our edges a little bit, which is why I do do those secret missions, to really give yourself that nudge. Because sometimes we need to be told to do something in order to find our way to the other side. And I think about being in yoga class and what I love that they really teach and practice there is coming up to your edge. And what does that feel like for you? And take a moment and think about what that even means to you, those words coming up to your edge. What does that mean to you? For me, it is coming to a place where it's comfortable, right? I'm in, I'm in the comfort zone. And you can think about it in a yoga pose. For me to be in a pose and it feels so good. And I'm comfortable with it. And I'm feeling great. But then the teacher says, lean a little bit deeper. Oh, now I feel my hamstring, right? (laughs) It's a little tight there. 
My arms are shaking a little because now I'm holding them out longer than I had expected. My mind is starting to go a bit into overdrive, telling myself that I can't do this much longer. And still the teacher nudges. Lean a little bit closer to your edge. Push yourself beyond where you thought you could go. And even though my arms are shaking, my legs are burning, I'm staying there. And I'm feeling it. And this is the moment where the change is happening. Where you're growing and becoming. Because you're not staying in that stagnant place of your comfort zone. But you're giving yourself this space to expand, to become, to go beyond the discomfort. And yes, of course, there is, uh, there's a fine line between discomfort and pain, (laughs) for sure. But when you're beyond your edge, coming up to that edge, it's not the pain. It's your own self, almost. Telling yourself you can't do it. The mind, ugh, so powerful. And if we listen to it all the time and all the time to try to tell us, stop, don't do this, you can't do this, blah, 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 ugh, we would get nowhere. We have to push through it. We have to show up in it. And allow ourselves to go where we never thought was possible. And I love, love this because it, it, it really is where the growth happens. And I think the only way to find your way through it and to make yourself stronger than that, mm, that rough voice in your head that's telling you to quit is to be curious. Curiosity is like gold. It really is. Staying open and curious to what the world can bring to you, to what you are capable of, to what that energy is like in the room that you are standing in, and how can you find new ways to make it something more magical, something a little bit more alive and exciting, whatever it is you're desiring. That curiosity. Oh, it's incredible. And think about when you were younger or even look towards children that you know now. When they are very small, kids are super curious. They want to know everything and they're going to ask you questions about everything. What is one of their favorite questions? Why? 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 And Goodness, we don't have the answers to all those whys, right? But they want to know. Their minds are filled with wonder because it's all brand new to them. They have no idea. They've never seen it before. They never experienced it before. It's amazing. It's incredible. They want to be able to figure it out. And so they're curious and they're learning. And they're touching things and they're feeling it and they're experimenting. They're also failing along the way. They're trying something and it's not working out. That's a huge piece of that learning process. But then we get older and we get more timid with it. We're not willing to take as many risks. 
We're not willing to even ask that question, why? We just assume that we should already know the answer. So many times I have sat, you know, with people and have, have had these questions in my head and I never asked them. And then I leave the room and they're gone and I regret not asking the question. But why didn't I ask? Why was I so timid and afraid? Like, what is there to be afraid of? It's so important to stay curious, to stay open, to live with that wonderment and amazement. It's springtime around here and the flowers are starting to bloom and the trees with their buds. And if you think about it, nature is epic, absolutely epic. Where you have this strong, tall, amazing tree that fills itself with leaves during one part of the year. And then it knows that the snow is going to come and it has to let go and it releases them. But then spring rolls around and they start to come again. And isn't that incredible and amazing? And can we look at that with so much wonderment? This morning I was reading from one of my go-to books. It is called My Grandfather's Blessing by Rachel Naomi Remen. And they're all short stories that are filled with so much wisdom. And I wanted to read a piece of one of them to you because it's really what was my jumping off point for today's podcast, my inspiration. And in her book, she says, an acorn makes no sense unless we know that woven into the way it is made, there is something waiting to unfold that knows how to become an oak tree. An acorn is defined by this capacity. Something can be the size, shape, weight, texture, and color of an acorn. But without this hidden power to become an oak tree, it is not an acorn. Every acorn yearns toward the full expression of its nature and uses all opportunity to realize its capacity to become an oak tree. There is a natural yearning toward wholeness and wisdom in all of us as well. This varies in strength from person to person. It may be quite conscious in some and deeply buried in others. It may form the focus of one life and lie in the periphery of another. But it is always there. Wholeness is a basic human need. Oh, I just love this. This thought of the acorn. And how you can hold it in your hand if you didn't know what it was capable of. You wouldn't think much about it, right? It's just this hard thing. What's the use of it? Why do we have it? All right, squirrels, I see it. (laughs) But why? Why are they here? Yet deep inside them, there is all of this power, this magic, this becoming into a tall, strong, sturdy tree. And that's what the acorn wants to become when it is at its fullest potential. And take a moment and think about you and yourself. What is it you want to become? What is your fullest potential? Someone might walk past you on the street 
And just like the acorn, they see you for whatever shape you are in that moment. They feel the energy you're putting out. They read you based upon what you're doing, what you're wearing, where you're going. But do they really truly know and see what is it that's in your heart that's pushing you and nudging you? Do they really see your wholeness, your fullness, what you are capable of? Oh my goodness, no. Absolutely not, they don't. But what is so important is for us to not allow that fire that's inside us to be extinguished. Whatever it is that is living and breathing inside you that wants to become. Giving yourself that space and that permission to go for it. Allowing that curiosity to stay open as you find your way and navigate. Because, of course, it's not going to be an easy point A to point B maneuver, right? There's going to be wrong turns and dead ends and stops along the way. And you're going to have to figure out, is this really what I want? Do I want to do this instead? What is my, my course? And I feel like for me, that has been a life, lifelong journey of trying to figure out, where is it I'm meant to be? What should I be doing? And along the way, I've been learning and growing and discovering so many things. But there always has been this one true thing that has never been taken away. And that is that I have always been drawn to words ever since I was tiny and small. I cared more about the birthday card than the actual present. I love the paper, the textile, the words, the emotions that were in those cards. Mm. And still today, words, my most favorite thing. Speaking them so much harder than writing them for me, for sure. But having that piece of paper and that space for me to get them down, that's my jam. That's my thing. That's where I give myself the most space to be curious is when I have a pen and a piece of paper. Because it spills out of me in ways that is so unexpected. And I show up and I ask the question, why? And I get it down. I allow all of it to come out of me. And that is where my true light is, my essence, my divinity. And I think we need to all just pause just for a moment and think about what is your true essence. What are you becoming? The acorn is going to become that incredible oak tree. You, no matter what age you are, has this potential to become this incredible something. What is it? What are you longing for? What are you curious about? What are you hoping for? What is it that brings you joy in those simple, mundane ways? Like I said, I can get super cranky if I'm not writing because that is my thing. That is what is weaving everything together in my life, that page. And of course, it is not just that. That is one thing. Fresh air and movement are also 
on that list as well. And those have also been things that have been a part of me from ever since I was small, wanting to be outside, wanting to be in the sunshine. Jumping on my bike and riding across town to the library or coming up with a dance routine on my front lawn, moving, doing something, staying active, breathes life into me. And it's really, really important for you to discover what it is about you that is breathing life into you so that you can rise and become your most fullest, radiant, amazing self. Because here's the thing, when you show up in life, And you do whatever it is that is you, totally uniquely, whatever it is that's feeding you. Just by you doing that, you're inspiring the world because you are bringing this energy and this enthusiasm that is needed. And it's encouraging others to go after what they want as well. And it doesn't mean you need to do some crazy big life-changing thing. Maybe you make the most amazing, incredible tomato soup. And you share it with your loved ones. And they can't get enough of it. And they simply adore it. And they appreciate you so much for it. That's your jam. That's your thing. Showing up in the kitchen, cutting the tomatoes, putting them into the pot adding the spices, cooking at the right amount of time, finding that right consistency. We all have something, something inside of us. What is it about you? What is lighting you up? And again, know that at a quick glance, people aren't going to see it. But you have to be willing to put in the work and the time and the dedication so that you can show them what it is. Just like that acorn. Quick glance, you might kick it to the side. Eh, It's just an acorn. It's not just an acorn. There is so much more inside it. So much more happening. And so maybe you showed up here and we first checked in. You said, ah, I'm good. Or maybe you said, oh, I'm struggling. Not in a great place. Take that deep breath in and really now feel again. Where are you? How are you feeling? And don't go with that quick answer. Be present. Feel all the things that are going through you. And then take another moment to think about what can you do to elevate yourself from wherever you are to a little bit more joy? What are those things? And sometimes it can be hard to know, right, what they are. And so I encourage you to start keeping track, to just live your life. And then when something happens and you're feeling really good, write it down. What was it that you were doing? Where were you? Who were you with? Keep note of it. What are those things? And you'll start to see that there's patterns. There's places where it's happening that you are feeling your greatest, that you are finding your way. Be in that. Recognize it. Oh, when I move my body, when I work out, go for a walk, a run, ride my bike, do some yoga, whatever it is, I'm happy, feeling good. 
if I'm outside rather than being, you know, inside with all the window shut, much happier. Wow. Hmm. Maybe I'm outside with my laptop working. I'm doing the same exact job I would be doing if I was just inside sitting at my desk, but I have a whole different perspective about it. I'm way more joyful. Hmm, interesting. So it's not the work that's bringing me down. Maybe it's the environment of where I'm in. Notice. Notice when you feel that joy. Where are you? What are you doing? And again, it might not be so much what you're doing. Maybe it's where you are. Find the patterns. Be curious. Stay open. Examine it all. Be that little explorer that you were when you were three and ask the question over and over again, why? 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 And maybe you won't find the answer, but maybe you'll find something else unexpected instead. And this could be so much fun if you just give yourself the space to play with it, the space to stay open to it. And maybe you're unsure what can take you out of your comfort zone or where you can find different things. Come on over to the Soul Circle community. Every Wednesday, you'll have that secret mission. It will give you that little nudge to explore something unexpected, take you slightly out of your comfort zone. There's something you might not have thought you would ever would have done. And again, it's nothing that's going to take you a lot of time or finances. Nope. Just one small thing. And it is amazing how one small thing can shift everything. And so, of course, I'm going to encourage you to grab your notebook and explore this a bit deeper. Explore this curiosity within you. Explore the joy. Explore what really, truly lights you up. And begin with the words, I feel great when. I feel great when. And be open and honest and unfiltered. Allow whatever wants to spill out to spill out. And maybe there's going to be things that totally surprise you. Get them on the page. Don't judge them. Just get them out. Have fun with it. And know that we're all here to be curious together, to learn alongside one another, to grow with each other, to become to take that little seed that's planted inside of us and watch it. Oh, watch it grow into what it is meant to be. And the only way that can happen is when you tend to it, nurture it, water it, give it that light and sunshine that it so desires. I thank you so, so much for being here, for being a part of this journey for willing to keep your, your heart curious in a way that you're listening to new things. It means the world to me to know that you are on the other end of this microphone. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, have a wonderful week ahead and we will talk soon. <laughs>